What's your passion? What makes you wake up every morning? What keeps you up at night? What values do you believe in? What problems do you want to solve? Lastly, what makes you, you? Hi, this is Jen Kahukom, and welcome to Your Brand, Your Story podcast, where we share stories and conversations about humanness and authenticity. Our guest for today and I share the same nickname. She was also part of the top 100 Filipinos to follow on LinkedIn for Learning and Inspiration 2019 as published by VB Consulting and Marketing in Asia. She's currently the cluster head and director of Filipino Online Professional Service Cooperative, a digital marketer, a corporate trainer, a content writer, and a travel consultant. Today, though, we will not only find out more about what she does, but also who she is as a person, as a human being. Friends, let's all welcome... Jennifer Jen Pasilan. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hello, Jen. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. And thank you um, as well for agreeing to do this episode with me. So like what I always say, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. Uh, I'm pretty okay. sure our listeners are eager to know more about you. So okay. can you tell us a bit about yourself and tell us about your passion and the work that you do? I mean, what problems you, you like to solve? What, what you would like our listeners to know about you? Okay, sure. Um, well, I'm a mother um, to three wonderful kids and um, a trainer, a mentor, a writer, um, still working on uh, being a famous writer because that has always been my dream. And I'd like to think of myself as a woman who never gave up on her dreams. And um, what else? What, why do I do the things that I do? Hmm, that's a good question. You know what? When I um, joined the digital space um, way back in 2014, I actually promised myself that I will only be working at the things that I, that I love to do. So um, from there, I um, took on jobs or um, roles that I know um, I am pretty good at and I know that I really, really love to do. So um, talking about passion, you know, it's, and it's kind of funny when you think of passion, because when you think of, um, when I think of passion, I always thought that it's doing the things that I love to do without putting in so much effort and realizing, uh, well, now that I'm doing what I, I'm really passionate about, I realize that um, passion takes a lot of um, commitment. It requires a lot of your time and it takes a lot of love on your end for you to be able, um, for you to, to work on your passion. And um, 
well, I guess it's also passion which um, brought me here. And that's the reason why I, I'm still part of um, the digital marketing um, space. It's a good thing that you um, mentioned about how you perceive passion. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, nowadays when you ask people, what are you passionate about? And then they'd say, oh, I'm passionate about baking. I'm passionate about... Mm -hmm. It's like it's almost synonymous to... Um, they're uh, synonymous to naming something that you love to do, which is partially true when, when we talk about passion. Yes. But when you mention commitment, I, I resonate with that because mm -hmm. when you really have to put commitment to your passion because it's, as they say, success is not always a straight line. There will really be yeah. hurdles along the way. And I can just imagine, I mean, if writing is your passion and then um, you're a mother at the same time, can you describe this journey for us? I mean, um, how is it balancing in your commitment to your passion and at the same time being a mother? Um, well, to be very honest, it wasn't really, although it required a lot of my time, it wasn't so hard on my end because when you're working on something which you really love to do, it shouldn't be very difficult. Um, it will take a lot. It will require a lot of your time. Yes. But, but it, and it will put you to work because um, you, you'll make sure that, that you'll be doing those things with, with um, so much love. But, but, when I get into something, when I when I'm a mother, uh, when I do things as a mother, I make sure that I do it with with. Um, I, I can't seem to find the right word, but it's something. But I do it with excellence. The same thing when I'm writing, or the same thing when I'm teaching or mentoring others. I make sure that I always do it with excellence. And 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 right now. Um, I'm really passionate about empowering people, um, giving them, um, training them with the right skills. And, and it's something that I, I, it's something that I can see myself um, doing um, even after five to 10 years. Um, and and I'm, even if I'm doing that right now, it doesn't even it does not affect the the my responsibilities or my obligations as a mother it when you're passionate about things you really just keep on going no matter how difficult no matter how difficult it may be no matter what the situation is or 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 um no matter how how um Hard it may be, you, you have to keep going because you know what you're you know what you really want to do and you know what you know what you want to accomplish at the end of the day because you're really passionate about it. Right. So right. when you're yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, and you did mention yeah about you loving what you do. I guess that's what makes it easier. That's what also makes you overlook um 
the hard part about, you know, doing something that you're passionate about, kumbaga sa Tagalog, hindi mo na siya iindahin, di ba? Hindi yes, mo na siya iindahin yes. because you're doing it with love. Yes. Yes. Mm-mm. True. Okay, so yeah, you mentioned that you you train people, you empower people, and you're also into writing, and you're also a mother. Um, I'm just wondering, who is uh, Jen when she's not working? What, you know, what does she like doing outside of work? Mm-hmm. Although uh, I wear many hats, Jen, um, outside of work, I'm actually just your typical um, mother. I also do the laundry, I cook, I, I um, go to the market, I do the grocery, and I do ordinary things that most mothers um, like me love to do. Um, and, and when I'm not doing all those, I, I read, I shop, I, I do the things of which makes, um, things which make me happy. Because it, um, although I have to admit that, that my work makes me very happy, but of course, um, there are things that you also do, that you also want to do outside of work, which also makes you happy. And these are the things which make me happy. You know, like cooking, taking care of my kids, making sure that they're eating healthy meals. Um, I do those things. Um, well, it, it, most people actually think that I have someone um, who does all those things for us um, because they think that I'm just, um, I just work and work. But actually, that's not true. Outside of work, I am just a I'm just a typical mother. I'm just a a woman who loves to who loves to do things which um, which other women also find um, which also make um, make other women happy like like um, shopping those kind of stuff. So I'm pretty much um, ordinary outside of work. Right. So, yeah. What is, is there anything, I mean, if you were to pick something um, mm-hmm. that you like uh, with respect about being a mother, what's, what do you think you mean? What is it that you like to do when it comes to your, 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 your duties as a mother? As a mother? Yeah. As a mother. Um, well, I've, I, I, as a mother, I have so much, um, well, I have so much to do um, in a day. Um, so much is expected of you. But I guess the, 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 the thing that I like most about um, being a mother is, of course, um, making sure that my kids are turning out to be um, good people. Um, giving them the values that they need hopefully that when they go outside of our house um they would still be um responsible people um and 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 whenever i hear people say that um my kids are turning out really um well i guess it's the best compliment that i that i get it's um it's actually like um telling me that i i uh, was able to do my work as a mother successfully. 
so yes um motherhood has is never easy but um whenever i hear those compliments or whenever i hear the, those words from others it, it makes me realize that um that motherhood there, there's something about motherhood that's really um that really makes me makes me happy and and um, it also brings out the best in me true true now was there yeah was, was there ever a moment in your life when you let's say really wanted to achieve or let's say have something but you know it wasn't going to be easy for some reason but you still did it anyway um well I I thought about this for a couple of days if I should share this or not but maybe I should because I know that a lot of women are probably going uh, through the same experience or um a lot of women might probably learn from from what I went through um 15 years ago Jen uh when I was pregnant with my third um child I was um I was I uh, was um penniless I was homeless and I didn't have a single penny in my pocket. Um back then I only had my uh, I only had my very young boys and and I was and and the baby to take care of. Uh, and all I had uh, plus of course the responsibilities that came with them. So it was really difficult. Imagine that. So it was um very hard in my end but then i remember deep inside me is that girl is that little girl screaming out na hindi pa naman nawawala yung yung, yung girl na yun eh inside of me who wants to get out who wants who wanted to be successful yung dream na yun yung little girl na yun who was dreaming to become successful that despite of of uh, of that um difficult situation i was in that um, ambitious little girl inside of me was still there so i had to i had to that's that was when i realized now i had to get out of the situation i had to be successful i had to to um to create a, a better situation not just for myself but for the three but for the four of us so alam ko mahirap i i knew back then that it was not going to be easy kasi sobrang parang feeling ko it was like climbing mount everest diba so imagine um imagine all you have all you had uh, was your dream of becoming successful of becoming somebody and yet at that very moment considering the kind of situation that you had i was broke pero hindi nawala yung dreams ko it was there so i had to hold on to that and i knew that i had to do something para ma-reach ko yun no matter how difficult that situation may be i had to get out of it so lahat naman eh everything is just temporary so tingin mo lang yon nung una parang ang hirap parang hindi ko kaya ang hirap kaya i have the i have these kids very young kids to take care of plus uh, i'm pregnant diba maiisip mo yon paano ko lalabas dito how am i going to succeed but then you realize 
hawak ka lang dun sa dreams mo. Hawak ka lang dun sa, dun sa, sa pangarap mo. I had this little girl inside of me. Yung talaga nangarap na panoon before I was brought into that situation. Yun ang pinanghawakan ko talaga. Wow, Jen. You know what? You, you, you opened my eyes. Kasi, you know what? I mean, if you, we've known each other on Facebook already at least for, for quite some time already. And you have probably seen my post about advocating more on purpose, purpose. Um, and then recently, I got to talk to a career strategist who also opened my eyes like you and explained to me that uh, we really have two types of why, the selfish why and the altruistic why. And then, incidentally, mm-hmm. I was I was supposed to prepare for for a TEDx talk that got rescheduled because of this pandemic. But still, I, I was thinking if it if it was gonna be pushed through, um, I still mm-hmm. have to prepare for it. And the content of, mm-hmm. of my talk had something to do with purpose and ambition. Mm-hmm. And then, when I got to um, talk to Linda the career strategist which who became my guest recently uh-huh. and yeah, i asked I saw her that. yeah mm-hmm. yon so i asked her could it be that the selfish why that you're talking about is really our ambition and the altruistic mm-hmm. why could really be our purpose are they synonymous mm-hmm. that yes in a way yes they they are synonymous mm-hmm. And then it it opened my eyes because um, all this time I have been I have been advocating people because I've seen many people uh, making money as their immediate focus rather than consequence. Yes. And I tried to observe, parang masyado yatang driven driven by ambition ang mga tao to to the point na yes. masyado na silang um, masyano na, na, na nilang inaasam ang pera that they cannot mm-hmm. seem to have enough of it. And here you are. You tell me about your story. I mean, how many years ago was that? 15 years ago? 15 years ago. 15 years yes. ago. And you, you had the courage. Thank you, by the way, for sharing. You had the courage to share that during that time you were penniless. But here you are. You, you told us that it was ambition that fueled you. Yes. It was ambition that fueled you. It was, you know, holding on to that dream, that ambition, um, that made you continue on. And and it it and um, at the same time, it made you continue your your purpose as a mother, iba, because yes. you held on to that ambition. Yes. So yon yun yung sinasabi kong it it opened my eyes na ambition pala is is not so bad after all. It, no, it's not, Jan. It's not just yes. um, under different circumstances. Ambition is actually a a, a good um, driving force yes. para para ano ka para ma strengthen ka uh, for you to strategize. How am I going to get out of this? How am I how am I going to reach um, my dreams? Yun yun. Yes, yes. It's ano no parang this is this is the best takeaway that I get 
for being a host on this podcast. I really <laughs> learn a lot from my guests, especially yeah, from you, from you. So, ang galing. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Jen. You're welcome. Oh. It wasn't really easy. I was contemplating whether I should share that or not because I was afraid that people might judge me. Because um, you'll be showing a, a battle scar um, from your past. So I'm not sure how people are going to take that. Because there are people that when they first saw you, when they first um, met you, akala nila ganyan ka na, spotless, um, empty ang canvas, flawless, and they wanted to keep, and they want to keep it that way. So, and here you are, and here I am, bearing my soul, um, showing them my battle scars. So, I wasn't really sure if they're going to take it positively. But I, I was thinking of the women who might be going through the same experience and who might learn a thing or two from what I went through. They just might learn from it. Kasi baka yung iba na depressed na sila. And uh, they could be asking themselves, kaya ko pa ba? Is there a future for me um, sa, sa mga nangyayari? And I would say yes. Diba? I am a living um, testament, a living proof that yes. Yes. And... No, it's ano, it's it's a good thing that you saw it that way na ano na it's better na na ikwento mo about your scars so Thank that you. people may learn from it mm-hmm. because yes tama ka, more often than not dun sa mga for those people who think that there are other people looking up to them and that they should always be on their toes they should look perfect so that you know people would you know continue to emulate them but if you think about it, there is a possibility that it will just put more pressure on the people. Diba? Yes. Kunyari, kung ikaw, if you want to be perfect and then people look up to you, parang, mm-hmm. ang mag, if, 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 if let's say I look up to you, nako, I should also be like Jen. I, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. So parang, mm-hmm. ano, parang that's, that puts pressure on me if I want to be yes. like you. But, yes. katulad niyan, if you, if you just put yourself out there and tell the world that you're not perfect with the things that you've mm-hmm. gone through, that you have scars like anybody else, it, ano eh, parang, it all the more makes the world a better place. Diba? Exactly. Parang, then people would say, people who resonate with you, ayun naman pala eh, okay lang naman palang ganun eh. Diba? Yes. Totoo. Kasi, I realize now na yung, yung, um, the people who are actually making a difference in the world are those uh, are not the people who have empty canvases, clean canvases in their lives, talagang people perfect. But those who have bore a lot of scars dahil sa mga painful experiences nila because they, they became better people because of those experiences. So yun. Tama. Tama. Very, yeah, nicely said. So, sige. Yeah, ano na. Itutodo ko na to, ha. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again. You're so, welcome. So, was, was there a moment, Jen, when you were vulnerable? I mean, I mean, after all that you've been through, were, I mean, kasi mm-hmm. usually when we've gone something um, as tough as that, we tend to be mm-hmm. jaded eh. Pero, was there ever a yes. time when you 
became vulnerable can you share with us with us that moment and what you what did you learn from that vulnerable situation um well when i saw that question yung talagang maalala ko lang was yung parang um incident which took place like i think that was two years ago way, way back 2018 um it was a, a special event in my life as a digital marketer work na to, um, because i got invited to speak as uh, as one of the i got invited to become uh, a panelist Wait lang, Jen. Hold lang, Jen. Yeah, pause mo na, Jen. Nag-aano ka? Nagsuslow down ka? Parang nagbabuffer. Don't worry. Edit out naman natin to. So, yun. Ayan, sige. Take two. Okay. Alright. Um, when I saw the question, I I recall the, the this um, particular event which took place two years ago. Uh, it was an event in Marco Polo. I was invited as, uh, to speak as one of the panelists dun sa event na yon. And, and uh, I was um, tasked to share um, my insights about digital marketing in front of um, so many people. And, and um, yung iba dun were from uh, delegates from other countries. Imagine how, how nervous I was. And I felt like I felt like I, I didn't have anything. I, I didn't have enough um, confidence, enough knowledge with me um, to go on stage to share. So I felt so, I felt so vulnerable. I felt like I was, um, parang feeling mo nakahubad ka and everyone was watching you. And you were there on stage, right? So, and then uh, imagine half of me was so excited, and yet half of me didn't want to do it, Jen. So, natutori na ko, and then I had to, and then I saw this lady, um, a familiar face, dun sa baba ng stage. And she, and I looked at her, and she smiled at me, tapos she gave me the thumbs up sign. And, and, you know what? That simple um, gesture um, boosted my confidence um, to, to, to speak and, and to, share, um, to share what I know about uh, digital marketing right there and then in front of these people. You know, bakit ko, bakit ko naalala yung um, incident na yun? Bakit ko naalala? Kasi doon pa na-realize that a simple act of kindness even from a stranger, even from a person we barely know, could go a long way, Jen. Right? So, um, that simple um, smile of giving me a smile and a thumbs up sign was for me a great act of kindness that helped me um, na matapos yun. Kahit sobrang nervous ko na. So I realized that day, I promised myself, I really promised myself that no matter how, how hard it is, I will try to be as kind as, as possible to other people. Because really, yung parang feeling mo, napaka-confident naman niya. And she seems so put together. But you really, you don't know what they're battling inside. You don't know what they're struggling with. So showing people 
an act of kindness, no matter how small, no matter how big that is, will create an impact in their lives. So yun talagang pinamis ko sa sarili ko. I will be kind to other people because that, who knows, it's just going to help them. Ang galing naman nun, I mean, I can just imagine, I mean, if if this was a stranger who smiled at you and gave you a thumbs up sign, I mean, either, di ba, she was being polite or she could have read your expression on your face, yes. read your body language and she must have, you know, um, um, she must have recalled a, you know, probably a similar incident that she experienced in the yes. past and kind of um, related to you. So, parang it was her way of uh-oh, reassuring you that everything will be okay. Ang galing naman nun. Oo. <laughs> okay. Parang, sobrang napaka-ano lang naman. It, it may be so mababaw for other people. Pero, narealize ko. So, nag-create ng impact. So, kasi naalala ko pa siya eh. Oo. That's so nice. So, given what you've gone through dun sa Shinermo 15 years ago and given you know, these events um, mm-hmm. and I mean, along with it, you know, syempre came all the lessons. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to know now, um, what kind of lens are you looking through right now when it comes to um, when it comes to your life, I mean, what what is life for you right now, given all these experiences and lessons? I le- I love that question, Jen. To be honest, um, I after all that I went through in life, after all the difficulties that I was able to surpass, I had I learned how to look at the the lens of I think I've already posted this on my Facebook wall. But I'd like to say it again, that right now, I'm actually looking at the lens of gratitude. Um, because by looking at the lens of gratitude, Jen, uh, it helps you. Because looking at the lens of gratitude, that's, that's actually not our default, right? Because as a person, as human beings, we love to complain. We love to see. We, we'd rather um, see the things. Or we'd rather... Um, focus on the things which are not uh, in our lives. Kesa dun sa mga nandun sa life natin. That's how we are. That's our default view. So, inofocus natin yung mga ne- dun tayo nagpo-focus sa negative. So, what I do so what I do now I focus more uh, and I look at the lens of gratitude instead. Kasi it helps me realize na um, despite of whatever's happening in my life good or bad, I have so much to be thankful for. And, and, and the things that we run after, Jen, most of it, I would say 80% of the things that we run after, most of them are just wants. They actually just go to, to our bag of wants. They're not really needs, Jen. So when you start looking at the lens of gratitude, you start to you start to, to, it magnifies all the wonderful things that are present in your life. The, the, the people in your life, all the, the things um, that you have, the things that you need. You realize, I have everything I need. 
I may not have everything that I want, but I definitely have all the things that I need. And, and as long as my kids are healthy, as long as we have a roof above our head, there's food on our table, then I'm good. There's just so much to be grateful for, Jen. So by, by doing that, I, I stopped, uh, I, I, I become more um, grateful and I'm more, um, I become more positive when it comes to, to dealing with things in life. So it's really just a matter of, of um, refocusing or shifting our focus on whatever is good in our life instead of counting what is not there and 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 let's just stop um running after those things which mostly go into our bag of wants and just focus on the things that we really really need instead yes i i really like that and i i love the fact that you mentioned that gratitude is not our default I know. Eh? I oh, think it's about time. I think it's about time <laughs> that as human beings, we should recognize that and hopefully mm-hmm. make it or eventually make it our default. Why? Because yes. whenever we wake up in the morning, ano eh? whenever we wake up, I mean, kahit anong oras pa yan, di ba? The mm-hmm. fact that we're alive is already a gift and life exactly. is already exactly. a default. So, dapat gratitude mo default. Exactly. Din. Exactly. And, and yet, there are people na paggising pa lang, parang bad trip na kaagad sa umaga. <laughs> <laughs> um, Di ba? <laughs> oo. Ang galing. Yes, wish, hmm, let's mm-hmm. practice doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I, I resonate so much with that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. So last, last and this is mm-hmm. my favorite question. Um, mm-hmm. This is also my way of knowing my guests better um mm-hmm. if you were to describe yourself in one word what what would that word be oh i love that ambitious i don't care if if go- others are going to view it negatively um but yes i'd like to describe myself as someone who's very ambitious um I don't think there's anything wrong with being ambitious, Jen. I really don't think so. <laughs> yes, it's, it, it still boils down, diba? like what I said earlier off air, it still boils down mm-hmm. to what your intentions are. Diba? Yes, so, yes. I mean, it, if, it, if it fuels you to, to function more as a person, to become a better person, yes, by all means, diba? Um um, go for your ambition, diba? That's 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 just my take on it. Uh, yes, absolutely. If if I'm being ambitious for the sake of my children, and if I'm not doing any anybody harm, um, to get to to get to where I am, then I don't think there's anything wrong with being ambitious. Mm-hmm. Very well said. Thank you. Thank you so welcome, much, Jen. Jen. <laughs> yes, it was, yeah. I'm, I had another um, insightful episode and I can't wait to share this to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. I had so much fun too. Um, I, I, I'd like to apologize because it didn't really start off well because I think I was very nervous and I was blubbering or, or what. 
No, Pero, you you were natural. <laughs> so I, I learned you, a lot you. from you. So thank you. thank you. I hope your audience will learn uh, will learn something from this too. Oh, I'm sure they will. Thank you for listening to today's episode. This has been your brand, your story. Stories and conversations about humanness and authenticity. And I'm your host, Jen Kahukong. Do you have a story to share? Send me a message by visiting my website at jenkahukong.asia.com.